Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on CityCast Boise, just in time for spring break, we're talking Boise nightlife. The scene has changed a lot in recent years, and honestly, I'm just trying to keep up. Luckily, my new friend Mateo from 103.5 FM knows the hottest spots to hit. Whether you're looking for a rowdy night out or just a chill evening, he'll help you enjoy the best night out in Boise. It's Monday, March 20th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Mateo. Welcome to CityCast Boise. I'm so excited to be here. I follow on Spotify. Yes, a radio guy uses Spotify and loves it. Um, (laughs) But I I love your podcast. It's it's super hyper-local content. Oh, thank you. We appreciate that. Well, we're big fans of 103.5 and you, and I'm excited to talk to you because you work a ton of events out with 103.5 and you're out and about all the time. So what would you rate Boise's nightlife? Like in a scale from one to 10, what would you say? I always answer this question depending on who is asking. As a born and raised local, I'll give us a solid seven and a half. Okay. Um, But I always give us a 10 to people that either haven't been or are visiting because I think that it's always pleasantly surprising that there's a lot going on in Boise at night when the sun goes down. People kind of like expect that the opposite. So, yeah, that's true. When I've had uh, friends or comedians visiting, they've kind of been like, is there anything to do here? And then when we go down, they're like, "Okay, this was actually great. We actually had a blast. (laughs) They had a very fun time. So how would you describe Boise's nightlife scene? What's the vibe down there now? I I would say these days it's a little uh, a mix of maybe like debaucherous and eclectic. But you get down there on a Saturday night almost any given week and you've got, you know, police cars closing down streets for safety, not because anything too wild is going on. Um, But, you know, it's it's they're looking out for pedestrians because there are people everywhere. And especially if you're on that sixth and main corner. You know, you've got everything from like a rock bar to a hip hop bar to a country bar to like a sophisticated uh, Penn Gillies craft cocktail bar, all exiting on that same, you know, hot spot. So um, you're seeing all sorts of different um, ages and folks coming out. So I, I think it's a, a really healthy mix and it's really crammed into that small area. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Like there's a a lot of different things to do. So say you have a friend visiting and they want to go out. What does the night look like? Like, where are you starting? Are you bar hopping? Are you staying in one place? What are you doing? So uh, you definitely have to bar hop. And as somebody who also does a lot of nightlife work, I think that a lot of the bars forget that, right? Because they want to have a captive audience all night. And it's like, look, you're in downtown Boise. There's maybe six, maybe clubs, if you will, people are going to bounce around. There's parties, there's groups. You know, you've got to start at Cactus Bar, which is like um, 
the staple in downtown Boise. I think they open at 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. Last place I expected you to start with. But you're right. saying start. <laughs> well, you have to I'm get shocked, it out of the way. You, I, okay, <laughs> fair, fair. You've got to knock it out. Cash only, but that means cheap drinks. So listen, you got to knock those out so you're feeling good and you're coasting by the time that you kind of get to choose your own adventure. Because there's, again, everything from country to hip hop to dance and then um, the unicorn in the city, Humpin' Hannah's. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, what, what are you going to get into there? Well, you know, you, you better go in a little bit buzzed from Cactus before you go in is, is my humble opinion. Um, so <laughs> But you you can you can run the entire gauntlet of downtown Boise. We're so spoiled on that sixth and main corner. Get a flavor for everything. And if you're feeling adventurous and you really want to get your steps in, Eighth and Idaho is a whole two blocks away, which for some is much too far in Boise, Idaho. But then you have another dance club and some really great lounges where you can kick back with your friends. And, um, you know, I pretend I'm sophisticated sometimes. Get like a really well-made craft cocktail. I used to go dancing before COVID. I used to go dancing all the time. And now I I haven't gone in years and I've been wanting to. But I'm kind of like, what's even out there? If somebody wants to go out dancing, which club has the best dance space? Okay, so I'm going to go and say that, that Karma on 8th and Idaho. Okay. Used to be fatties, right? It used to be fatties. It, yeah. And, and that was a very different uh, a time back then. It was it was a little ratchet in there. Um, <laughs> but now it's uh, it's very bright. It's, it definitely leans uh, to more of a dance vibe, but it's pretty uh, a pretty good mix of, of contemporary music. And I just think that there's something about the dance floor in that big open room where there's lots of bright purples and blues and pinks. It's very friendly and approachable. And I, I never... I never see fights in Carmen now that I'm talking about this. Like just it's like it's a good time. You don't see a whole lot of angry so um, intoxicated people. <laughs> it, yes, it is. So <laughs> it's not definitely no fatty yes. vibe anymore. Yes, it is definitely not that vibe <laughs> anymore. But um Hump and Hannah's fills all of the buckets for what makes I think Boise and especially downtown Boise special. So if you want to sing your heart out to, you know, Lady Gaga and Blink 182 in the same 10 minutes. Their dance floor is always slam packed. The band Rocky Johnson is like everything that is Boise, it seems like. And so I'd have to say, you know, if not a tie for first, a close second. Yeah, my favorite spot was always the balcony. It's a standby. I mean, it's such a great place to go dancing and so inclusive and fun. But a lot of times when I would take people from out of town, I would always hit Everybody would make fun of me in town because I would always hit fatties because yeah. they play a lot of they played a lot of hip hop and I hear Karma yeah. does too still and then Hump and Hannah's yeah <laughs> Rocky knows how to throw a party and and Hump and Hannah's I always like because it's a lot of different ages and people are just having a really good time those are those are great suggestions on the opposite side what if somebody wants to be in a very chill space they just want to enjoy the environment grab a drink just be very like mellow where are you taking them. Yeah. Um, you know, over the years, um, and this isn't a knock, it's just an evolution. Uh, Amsterdam has gotten pretty dancey uh, and pretty clubby, um, which is great. Uh, but I used to love to sit back and like enjoy a cocktail there because um, they have a killer patio. So in the summertime, when that patio is open, it doesn't matter what's happening inside. You can really post up and enjoy a nice drink outside. Um, but I think the mode on the corner of 8th mm. and Idaho is a total vibe. They've always got a different DJ playing something different there. And it's, you know, you sit back, you relax, you can have a conversation without screaming at the top of your lungs um, about, you know, whatever, catch up with the friends or make new friends. Um, and so I'm a, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of the mode for kind of kicking back and, and enjoying a drink. You maybe already answered this a little because you mentioned Hump and Hannah's, but. 
you think that's the most Boise spot? Like, or, or can you think of something else that is just like, that's so Boise? Yeah, I would say the Neurolux uh, mm, really, really yeah. embraces Boise. Um, even though, I mean, if, if people think that karma is a long ways away from the, the middle of the action, Neurolux, I mean, you better get a, a short flight. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I do think that, that Hannah's is special. I can't tell you how many times in, in my line of work, we'll have folks from like record labels come in and, you know, play new music or whatever and and um, hang out, do dinner, catch up. And I always, um, when I, especially when I first came back to Boise, take them to Hump and Hannah's. And I cannot tell you how many times they've called me on a random night and said, hey, so-and-so has an off night on tour. They don't want to get recognized in town, but they need to go to Hump and Hannah's. Can you get them in? <laughs> and so Rocky will meet them in the alley, bring them in. And, you know, no one's any the wiser knowing that, that there's some act that's passing through town and is in there. But it's funny. It's just it's a memorable experience. And Rocky is so amazing at making people feel like they're the star. So yeah. I think that's what makes it special. That's funny because I have the same experience like with uh, famous comedians who were just like, yeah. hey, we're looking for somewhere to drink where nobody's going to hassle us. And I've I have steered them the same way. I've been like either Neuralux or Hump and Hannah's probably no one will bug you in either one of those spots. Uh, totally. Yeah. Are there any places that feel like kind of overrated or maybe even underrated? <laughs> Do it. You can answer. Oh, my gosh. This. Listen. As somebody who works in many of these places, <laughs> I'll answer cautiously mm -hmm. and say that I have never understood the Roddy's hype. Mm. It's a cesspool of sweat and condensation um, and it's eventual heartbreak. I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never I've, I've never understood that at all. I agree with that. And what you're describing, I feel like anybody who's been in there, it feels like a place where you can feel everybody's breath on you <laughs> and in you. And it just, it feels like you're being bad touched. If you're lucky enough, you can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I am totally on board with you on that one. And how many times can you ride the bull? You know, like I can, yeah. I can hear Roddy's in my mind right now, the bull and the bell and the, ah, and yeah. 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 Not my favorite spot either. What about underrated? Like somewhere that people people don't give enough love. Totally, yeah. The Reef has a pretty good nighttime vibe, um, especially in the summer when you can hit the rooftop because there's really nothing like that in town. Yeah, I agree with that. I've done shows at the Reef and I hadn't been there. And I don't know, this is probably seven, eight years ago now, but they invited me to do some shows there. And when I walked in, I was like, this is not what I thought it was. I don't yeah. know like what I was expecting, but uh, fun room, fun crowd. And like you said, the roof is like can be a really good time in the summer can be nice. Totally. Yeah. And then um, they close kind of earlier than you'd expect for a downtown spot. But I love getting a drink at, uh, at the Oahe Tavern, too. Oh, oh, yeah. It's a little bit kind of on the edge, but they've got a great uh, great drink menu and a cool vibe, a great patio. I'm a sucker for patios, if you can't tell. I'm going to say 10th Street Station is a little underrated because it, it was really popular like 10 years ago. And then it, I yeah. feel like it kind of fell off with a certain like Gen Z hasn't quite found 10th Street Station yet, I think. Well, how are we ending the night? We don't. Have many late night food options, obviously. So what are we doing? Right. Grabbing a hot dog? Are we getting right. pie hole? There's not a ton of <laughs> options. We've done another episode about how there's nowhere to eat here. But what do you do at the end of the night? Um, listen, as far as anything that's non-incriminating, um, you definitely have to hit the taco truck next to bandana running and walking. Oh, okay. I've had, now this is not a knock, but I'm just being honest. I've had the taco truck when the sun is up. Not the best. <laughs> 
It's a, okay. Got it. It's a nighttime taco truck. It is. However, I'm convinced it's not me that's that's noticing the diff. Like I'm not the problem because I, of course, not. I think that during the daytime they're probably selling the nighttime's leftovers. Oh, you think they're selling old tacos during the day? I, I didn't say that, but I'm just saying <laughs> because okay, it, it, okay. It, it, it's it's so it's always so fresh at night. I always leave so happy. But again, it could it could just be the tequila talking. Maybe it's also just you know like they really bring it for the nighttime. Like the daytime guy maybe is phoning it in a bit, but the nighttime guy is like. These are our people. We That's have true. to make good tacos yes. for drunk people. Absolutely, because you never know what a drunk person will do down there. Yeah, you don't. No, that's yeah. why there's so many cops down there. So <laughs> Exactly. But you're so right that, that the options after the bars close are so limited. Um, you know, I've, I've known folks to, uh, to make their way to some salacious places that might be open until 4 o'clock in the morning and um, can't serve alcohol. But, yeah, I wouldn't recommend doing that um, on State Street if you don't have to. So, you know, just uh, get some grub and Uber home because Mm -hmm. Boise's so small, they can spot you swerving like that. And, um, you know, you're putting other people's lives at risk, too. So, yeah. Um, You know, what about somebody who hasn't been out in a while and they want to get out for the I'm I'm saying me. What I'm saying is I before COVID (laughs) used to be really fun and we used to go dancing. And I just sort of realized, like, man, I haven't done anything in so long. So. What do I need to know? What's changed? Like, what's your advice? How do I have a good time and get back out there? I think that um, a lot has changed. If nothing else, um, just like, you know, even for me who's out all the time, you know, my patterns have, have evolved. And I think COVID had a lot to do with it. And so if you can embrace the fact that everywhere has changed a little bit, I say you make a list and you go check out the spots that you might already have, you know, preconceived notions about of, oh, I remember that place. Well, listen, that was, you know, X amount of years ago. Go check it out again. Because so many businesses, um, and pointing at COVID again, have, have upgraded their facilities because of various grants or loans um, for businesses that were struggling through that. And you're going to see tweaks of everywhere. You know, before COVID, um, the old spaghetti factory was empty. Now, Western Proper is there, and it's a vibe for, you know, friends, dates, family, you name it. And you, a lot of people walk right by it. So it's totally worth kind of making that uh, be a tourist in your own city. That's a really good point. I, I keep walking by that and I keep thinking, that looks cool in there. And then I have not been in. So you haven't you're been right. to Western Proper yet? No, I just oh keep walking my by. Gosh. I literally have seen my friends in there and waved and been like, that looks really fun and kept, kept walking because I was in a hurry. But yeah, it does look cool in there. It's totally like the Instagram influencer aesthetic um, with like a miniature bowling alley, um, arcade games. Adult arcade games and like, uh, you know, great cocktails, a couple different bar scenes and a a killer brunch, by the way. Killer brunch on the weekends. Yeah. Good to know. Um, Let's end on what are some hidden gems kind of off the strip? Not in downtown. What are some you mentioned somewhere up in, you know, the north end. But what are some places kind of off the beaten path that people can go to? Yeah. Hmm. So (laughs) this is really off the beaten path. But um, have you ever heard of Hilltop Station? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it's like you're driving to Lucky Peak. Mm-hmm. But if you go up there at night, it's like you're sitting in a, well, you, I guess you are sitting in a log cabin. You feel like you're out of town. Um, and they have a huge selection of local, like, uh, drafts. Like, they do an amazing job of keeping all of their taps local. Um, there's a liquor store right next door, you know, if you're feeling creative. Um, but that would be a total like under the radar um, night out vibe. 
great homemade food, mm-hmm. great local beer, and you're supporting a local business. And it's it, you feel like you're in the woods. You feel like you're in the middle of McCall, uh, and you're not. So that's kind of cool. And then, you know, I will even say uh, stretching out to as Meridian allowed. Yeah, absolutely. I've I haven't been yet, but I've heard the Frontier Club is like popping these days. Okay. I'm blown. Meridian has a nightlife. I had no idea. And I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for Meridian. <laughs> I have heard tons of times lately that, that the Frontier Club in downtown Meridian is popping up. So maybe uh, we round up Evelyn and we all head out to Meridian for a crazy night out and see yeah. what the scoop is. <laughs> I like it. I think that sounds fun. My two picks for hidden gems are going to be um, the Somewhere Bar down in Garden City. Ah, um, good call. I went there with friends recently, and um, we had a really good time. They played great music the whole time. Um, I've heard that their food can be pretty tasty, too. I didn't have anything. Uh, and their drinks were really fun and and pretty reasonably priced. And I'm also going to say VAC in Garden City. Uh, okay. Which, you know, maybe isn't like the for first choice for going out to party, but they a lot of times do like after shows, you can stay and have a drink. And uh, they do really yeah. fun events. Um, they had like after... For New Year's Eve, they did after uh, Cabaret, they did like a really big rowdy New Year's Eve party. Um, So they do a lot of really cool, fun party stuff, too, that people should check out. So, oh, my gosh. Well, it sounds like we're headed out to Meridian with Evelyn. Um, (laughs) Yes. I'm not sure exactly what you wear to party in downtown Meridian, but I am on board. (laughs) I don't think we have to stress it. Evelyn's paying for the Uber is what I heard. So... (laughs) All bets are off. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Mateo, thank you so much for uh, making it so we can have a little fun this this weekend and next. And I look forward to listening to you on the radio. Awesome. Uh, don't do that to yourself, but I appreciate the support. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mateo. Thank you. And before you head out, Boise's beloved Space Bar Arcade reopened at a new location after being closed for about a year. The bar is now located at 620 Idaho Street, less than a block away from the original spot. The new bar comes with some fun new perks, a raised stage for music and performances, live screen printing provided by Back Alley Print Shop, and for the first time, a full spread of hard liquor and mixed drinks. Welcome back, Space Bar! That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more local stories from around the city. Bye.